Welcome to Save Our Sleep. Tizzy and the Save Our Sleep team believe it's every child's right to receive comfort, a parent's right to demonstrate love, and everyone's right to a full night of sleep. This podcast is not a medical or scientific volume, but a collection of tried and tested solutions and tips based on my many years of experience with babies and young children. Its main purpose is to help parents understand and avoid sleep problems in young babies and toddlers. We'd like to recognise the Wadawurrung people who are the traditional owners of this region which Tizzy and myself live and are recording today's podcast on. We acknowledge and respect that they have taken care of this land and water and raised children in this nation for over an extraordinary 70,000 years. The Save Our Sleep podcast is dedicated to helping you prevent and solve sleep problems while having some fun along the way. We endeavour to discuss all things family related, starting from preconception all the way through to an adult child leaving home and beyond. Some topics may be triggering. If you find this is the case, please reach out to your or your child's health nurse or general practitioner. Welcome to this week's Midweek Crack with Tizzy Hall and Kylie Zabo. Hi. Zabo? Zabo. Yep. And it's save our sleep, not sauce, just for the record. So, uh, we, oh, and I can also be called Donald Trump because my new nickname, my kids are calling me Ronald because someone called me the Donald Trump of the baby world. And then my kids thought I was Ronald after Ronald McDonald. So I wonder then, does that mean you're going to become Prime Minister of Australia? Well, I'd have to be an Australian citizen to become Prime Minister of Australia. <laughs> but I do want to be the T-shocked of Ireland. I do want to move home and be the T-shocked. Well, there you so go. So you'll have to look up what the T-shocked is. Yeah, so, I don't know that one. No, I want to be the T-shocked. Anyway, so I was on Facebook support last night and there was a lovely mum called Rosie and she was asking about four-month sleep regression again. Four-month sleep regression comes up a lot. And mm. during the week, I was listening to a paediatrician on Instagram. I find it really interesting, the whole Instagram and Facebook thing, because I often wonder why people are on there. So there's a lot of people on there with opinions on stuff, Mm -hmm. but I often wonder what the reason behind it is. Like, are people on there, are lactation consultants on there looking for work because they're a lactation consultant and they're looking for people to come to them for lactation? Is it like an advertisement for them? Are other sleep consultants on there? You're not on there because you're too busy to be on there. You're a Mm. sleep consultant, but are you on Instagram? No. Because you're too busy to be on Instagram. So I often hear people say, well, if someone's looking for work, then are they as good in their field as what you think? Mm. Maybe they are. But I I wonder why some people are on Instagram because I know why I'm on Instagram and Facebook. So I was looking at Instagram and Facebook and wondering – why this paediatrician is on there because he's a really good paediatrician I think because Mm -hmm. the stuff he's saying is really good he talks about there being no such thing as four-month sleep regressions he talks about there being no such he his top hates are which are the exact same as mine I think well my top hates tummy sleeping and people Mm -hmm. saying that kids can tummy sleep from six months because they can fill them wrong that's my top hate okay but then my other ones, one of my lot high things would be too many kids are diagnosed and given reflex medication. And then what does the reflex medication do? And 
could we have just changed their diet or their milk and stopped the reflex? He said his next thing he didn't like was Wonder Weeks. And I was like, yeah, yeah, and I'm nodding my head. And the next thing he doesn't like is people talking about four-month sleep regressions because he doesn't think they exist. And I'm sitting there watching this guy's live video going, yes, 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 we, yes, you're, you're great, you're great, you're fantastic. I don't like his accent. Is that a bit mean? No, oh, what's his hard. accent? Oh, I think it must be an Australian accent. Yes. It's not that I don't like it. I find it really difficult to understand. Oh, okay. I feel like I've got a crush on this pediatrician. I don't have a crush <laughs> Look out, on Nathan. him. I have a crush on his work. On his brain. On his brain. Like I'm going, yes, yes. You know, I have, what's it called? A professional crush where you want to get as much info from this person as mm. you can because it's the same as yours. Then I feel like he's got my book and he's just copying me. And everything <laughs> I say, he is saying. And I feel like he's a copycat. Mm-hmm. And he's copying all my stuff. You know, it's a bit weird. But... But anyway, I'm wondering why is he on Instagram? Because he shouldn't need work. Like, he shouldn't need an Instagram account to get work. He shouldn't need a Facebook account to get work. But then I thought, well, why am I on Instagram and Facebook? Now, I know why I'm on Instagram and Facebook. There's a couple of reasons. One is I'm mainly on there to educate people about safe sleeping. I want everybody to realise that they can help prevent SIDS and SUDI. I'm not saying they're going to prevent it. I'm not saying it's never going to happen, but I'm saying there's a lot of stuff they can do to reduce it, mm-hmm. like cigarette smoke-free mattress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, No cigarette smoking during pregnancy, no exposure. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, can, I, so can we go back? Yeah. You're talking about the smoke-free mattresses. Yes. Now, I think a lot of the listeners, well, hopefully the our listeners that are using Save of Sleep products will know, but for anyone that's new that's coming along, you talk about a smoke-free mattress, but I think many families will, oh, well, I don't smoke, so therefore the mattress is smoke-free. Can so you just talk about how that sick. can get in there? So now, of course, we've gone off topic, but it, still, <laughs> it was supposed to be sleep regressions. Yep. Okay, so what happened was when Kieran was born, I, des- I knew he was going to be prem. So Dara had been premature. Killian had been premature. Elise, who you mentioned, and I skimmed over Elise. So you mentioned Elise in one of the last podcasts. Mm-hmm. You were trying to remember her name. And I was like, oh, that one. Oh, yeah, that one. I, If I stop and think about the babies who I've lost, I will get really emotional. Mm. I find it easier to, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, let's move on. Mm. Yeah, let's move on. And it looked, looking back on it, it looked like I have no love for Elise. And I can't really talk about it now. I'll start crying. Mm. Or I don't care about her. Of course I do. She was oh, my little baby. Of course she did. I carried her. She was, I had dreams for her. Nathan doesn't mm. understand why I had so many, I knew for such a short mm. amount of time. So we went for an ultrasound. We got told she was a baby girl at the ultrasound. Then we got told the ultrasound wasn't any good. She probably, we had to go and see her obstetrician. Yeah. I knew at that point that meant that she probably wasn't going to make it. We left the Freemasons Hospital where we had the ultrasound and I found out she was a baby girl Andrew you did the ultrasound, mm. to then get into the Royal Women's and waiting for the obstetrician appointment, which was an emergency appointment two hours later. And all I'm doing is looking at these pink teddies and pink baby grows and pink suits and all I'm off topic again, sorry. Guys. No, we'll and there. all I'm thinking is, and then Nathan's like, he didn't understand. No, so then when we had Elise's autopsy, it turned out that Elise was actually a boy. Mm. And Elise had a couple of syndromes, which was really unusual. You would have known this. Yeah, yeah, I do. And one of the syndromes, it causes hormones to 
I think I do not know if I'm exactly right with this, but my understanding is that at the time when I was having my children, they would take a little bit of either the amniotic fluid or the blood or something, and they'd test it. And if it had a male hormone, it was a boy. Mm-hmm. But one of the syndromes Lise had meant she didn't have the male hormone, so they thought she was a girl. Okay. okay so the yeah. autopsy syndrome. And then I got really upset with the autopsy results saying that she was a boy because I'd had all these dreams about her being a girl. Yeah. And then Nathan got really upset going, I don't understand. How can you – it was only two – like – we only, you only thought, she, you only knew two she hours. was a girl for two hours because I knew she was a girl. And then I had to go to the obstetrician's appointment. And I think there was probably an hour and 50 minutes between finding out she was a girl and the obstetrician's appointment where we found out she really couldn't live, mm. even though I, I refused to do anything about oh, it. I you, just carried her. I you. wanted to keep carrying her and I did, but they were right. She didn't live. But we knew two hours later she wasn't going to live. And Nathan couldn't understand why in those two hours. But I was walking around the hospital looking at pink teddies and thinking I'm going to have a baby girl. And I bonded with her in those. I bonded with her as well, but he just couldn't get his head around how you can put so much into the fact how cross I was that she turned out to be a boy. But I wasn't cross that she was a boy. It's that hope and plan for the future. I don't even know how to explain it. I 100% get it. But what I don't understand is how Nathan didn't understand how walking around the hospital for those two hours planning your baby girl was actually a thing for me. Mm. Anyway, moving on. We (laughs) knew that they were going to be premature. They were all premature or were not cooked long enough. And Kieran was going to be premature and he had to sleep on a cigarette smoke free mattress, right? So the Save Our Sleep mattress range was invented. I made one for the mini crib. The mini Mm -hmm. crib is a small crib with slats the whole way around. But I had a lady come from America called the Chemicals in Things or something. And she had this thing and she checked everything for chemicals. And I'm so proud because all the Save Our Sleep products are pretty much organic. Like they're as organic as they can be, but we can't call them organic because I won't call them organic because... If you make something in a factory that's organic and it's organic and as much as you can possibly be is organic and then you put it in a plastic bag, it's not organic anymore. And then to pay to get the organic stuff put in it makes the product more expensive and I'd prefer to have it not listed organic and more people be able to afford it Mm -hmm. and I don't need to call it organic to sell it because my stuff's beautiful. Anyhow, she did all this testing. I was so proud. Everything passed everything and then she got to the cot mattress and all the edges shot up with nicotine all the edges of the cot if you're watching on youtube i'm kind of pointing to the edge of the mattress Mm. all of because if you think about it the cot mattresses were made in melbourne so proud of the fact now they're made in geelong bringing manufacturing closer to home and if you think about it the people who make cot mattresses are your beautiful little it's probably wrong to say but your little greek old men and your Mm. little greek your little old European men from Italians and stuff, and they're mm. brilliant with their hands. And I should, probably shouldn't call them little old men, but I'm trying to picture a scene. That's you know? how you're picturing it, yeah. And that's how it was. But of course, they're all standing outside the factory smoking their cigars and smoking their cigarettes. And then they go in and they're making the mattress and they're rubbing their fingers down the side of the mattress. And as they're rubbing it down to get the seam exactly right, they're putting nicotine on it. Now, with clothing, that wouldn't matter because you could wash it, but you can't wash your mattress. Mm. So when I say cigarette smoke free, nicotine free mattress, I'm talking about the edges. Now, a lady, Kerry, 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 what's your surname? I call you Kerry Clean. Oh, you would have seen her. Kerry always, she's a grandmother, mm. and she always comments yeah, on my uh-huh. Facebook, and I can't think what her surname is. Kerry, anyhow, Kerry said, 
But why don't people realise you wear shoes for, you know, you're buying your kids shoes and they're going to be in shoes for X amount of hours a day. And you put a lot of effort into shoes because they're going to wear them so much. And she said, cot mattress, a newborn baby, when they're at the biggest risk of SIDS, is on the cot mattress. Mm. Sometimes for, what, 18 hours and 24? Yeah. That's a long time to be on a mattress that's got nicotine on the edges. Mm. So anyway, we had to get rid of all of our mattresses. Well, I don't need, there wasn't that many, but we had to get rid of them and I had to get rid of mine and we had to reinvent the mattress and now we have the non-nicotine mattresses. Awesome. Does that answer your question? Yes. So going back, so we have the, you were talking about the SIDS um, as being one of the safe sleep practices, you know, smoke-free mattress, the right bedding. Yes. Um, So once we have all that, what do we do next? No, well, we would, yeah, we need to get on to sleep regressions. Yes, no, that's so we're what I talking mean. about this doctor. So I'm saying yes. that this doctor is brilliant because he, I don't know whether he reads all my stuff, but mm-hmm. I find him really brilliant. And now we have to get on to sleep regressions. Yes. So, <laughs> what were, so he was saying that there's no such thing as four month sleep regressions. Yeah. And I have said that for a long time. So, what are they and why do people think that we have them? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to answer? Go for it. Or are you going to answer? I, I can talk about my personal experience with them. I'll talk a little bit, so well, it's not all me. <laughs> for me, I found that, or well, most people have found that they, around four months of age, their babies start sleeping a bit differently and start all of a sudden catnapping. Now, what I learned from SOS and what I had... Save our sleep. Save our sleep, sorry. And my own experiences <laughs> with my babies was that it was actually around solids. Yeah. It was. Now, this doctor, who I'm I'm not mentioning his name because mm. I don't know whether it's the right thing to do, but this doctor who is in our support group, there's a video of him in our support mm-hmm. group so you'll be able to find out who he is, he was saying this in his video. He yeah. was, And this was so interesting. So he was saying that a baby, oh, he was saying a teenage boy, is growing and he eats and eats and eats and eats and eats and you talk about a teenage boy eating you out of house and having to eat, mm-hmm. eat, eat yeah. but they're only growing a little bit and he was saying a baby doubles its size yeah they're constant. like from when it's born to four months it doubles its size so of course it needs food mm-hmm. and he was saying that you know the most imp- and I have always said this I yeah. say this and he was also saying the most important time to start solids to avoid allergies is four months mm-hmm. I need to come back to a point on that in a second okay but let's just go back a second I was saying <laughs> why am I on Instagram that's what I was saying uh-uh. about the safe bedding and stuff <laughs> And I realised that the reason I'm on Instagram is to promote safe sleeping, not because I want clients. The Happy Baby Sleep Clinic is, baby hotel is full. Mm -hmm. I have enough babies, you know, it's full. I can't take on anymore. The Save Our Sleep support, I can't, one-on-one consultations, full, cannot take anymore. So I'm not looking for clients Yes, you can join the support group if you need help, and I help you in there. But I'm not looking for work in the Mm -hmm. consulting side of things. I'm looking to convert hummy sleepers to back sleepers Mm -hmm. and looking to save mum's mental health Mm -hmm. and looking to save babies' lives. That's why I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Then I was trying to work out why he's on Instagram and Facebook, and I think it's because he, again, is probably full. His clinics are probably full. And he's probably just trying to 
think, well, I can actually talk to 150 people in one hit mm. and tell them there's no such thing as sleep regressions, stop all this reflux medication, and Wonder Weeks is a crock or whatever, you know. Whatever is similar. Yeah. So, but then why are all these other people on there? I think they're looking for work, and that's and they're and they I'm not and their opinions sometimes hurt me. Mm -hmm. But then I realise, but the people who are sending me all the lovely thank yous and you're doing a great job are all your paediatricians and obstetricians who are too busy to come on Instagram and they're who count. So that's mm. what keeps me so happy. And so this sleep regression stuff that he was saying makes me feel really good that, that he agrees that I've got it right. Yeah. And my reason is I say there's no such thing as sleep regressions because... Any baby I know who's a true save our sleep baby from day one doesn't go through the four-month sleep regression, right? Mm. And is it because at four months they need more iron in the diet? Mm. And the four-month we introduce a solid to get the iron in because if they don't have iron, I believe, what's the word, antidotally, what's the yeah, yeah, not yeah. evidence-based, yeah. yeah, I believe. Just from your experiences. Yes. Yep. Oh, a lovely lady told us what the word was we were looking for the other day on the podcast, which was funny. <laughs> I saw that last night. Anyhow, I believe that the iron, no iron, causes them to have headaches and be irritable, that introducing the solids brings the iron in, mm -hmm. right? There's no point introducing solids. I've seen people recently, some of the people I follow on Instagram, just introducing some carrot and some broccoli and some other veggies. Mm -hmm. It doesn't... There's no iron. Like, it's not enough iron. Like, we yeah. talked in one of the podcasts, a boy needs this much iron, a baby needs this much iron. You can't get it just from food. You need the rice, infant rice cereal. Okay, mm. so if they get that, that helps them to, the four-month sleep regression doesn't happen. At about 18 to 20 weeks, babies drop their milk intake. It mm. just stops Regardless of whether you start solids at 16 weeks or you don't start solids at 16 weeks, it drops. Their milk intake drops, you know. Uh, now, when we're starting solids, you have to remember that premature babies start them at a different time. Mm -hmm. That's all listed in the book. What else do we want to talk about with form and sleep regression? So if a baby is following the approach, so if they don't have a dummy, mm -hmm. they're not rocked to sleep, they put themselves to sleep. All of those boxes are ticked. They have safe bedding. They have the correct bedding. And they start solids at 16 weeks. This sleep regressions don't happen. No. And, you know, if the only other thing I have seen, if they're starting to wake up sort of at night, is that the, they're out of a weight where the night cycles are starting to kick in yes. a little bit more. Yes. And I don't know if we mentioned that this was a topic from Rosie. I think. Yes. I we, don't know if we actually mentioned that, but Rosie was on the Facebook support, and she was talking about the four-month sleep regression. So I put up a video of me talking about mm -hmm. it in great length, and I linked up a video of this pediatrician talking about mm -hmm. it. And then the other thing is Wonder Weeks. Like, uh, yes, I this whole Wonder Weeks and leaps, yes, they exist, and yes, there's a word for them, but it's just your baby's natural things. Like, mm. they are born at this size, then they get a bit bigger, then they get a bit bigger, and, and they have growth spurts and stuff, and that causes... What some people call wonder weeks and leaps, but that's just natural. And again, if you're following all of the the, the advice in the book and stuff, it disappears. Yeah, I found from my happen. yeah my personal experience that, as you said, like developmentally, the kids go through these leaps. But I see a lot of parents going, "Oh, but you know they're in a leap and they're a thing," and 
then after the child's had the leap, all of a sudden the sleep problem's still existing. And then it's like, okay, well, let's look at a, you know, troubleshoot A, B, C, D, okay. And generally it's just something needs to change. They need more blankets or they need solids need to increase or they need a routine change. But a lot of parents sit there and go, oh, you know, we had the leap and now it's three weeks later and my baby's hasn't gone back to sleep. But when following your advice, you know, I found with my babies, I, same as what you're saying, we didn't have that problem because I knew, okay, they're not sleeping. I need to move the routine now because I checked all the boxes. Yeah. So it, it was that simple for me because I followed it the whole way through. Yeah. So hopefully our listeners can, you know, realise that and not put so much emphasis on it and look and, and people look just brainstorm. Go, oh, it's a four month sleep regression, it's you know, it's oh it's a six week immunization, oh it's a four week. Yeah, sleep it doesn't have it doesn't have to be that. It, and then they just and then they go, Oh, I'm just gonna ride it out. But it's a problem. You mm. need to work out what the problem is. Yeah, and then you know, that's it, because then you start freaking out and then your anxiety increases and then your mental health you know And as soon as your anxiety increases, your baby becomes unsettled because they pick up on your anxiety. Mm. So hopefully we can tell it, but I think... So it's four-month sleep regression is not something that we believe in, and we believe if you follow the routine from day one, Mm -hmm. and as we said, the milk intake drops anyhow, and they need the solids, the four-month sleep regressions, and all the other ones that you hear of don't happen. That's it. So that is over and out from us on our off-topic, (laughs) on-topic, four-month sleep regression, and we will be back on Sunday with what? I believe we were going to talk about when babies are sick and what yes, to do. Yes, we were, but I'm not sure if that's next Sunday. And there was, and while we were just talking a minute ago, I was thinking, that's the next topic that I really wanted to do. And of course, you've you forgotten know, it. I've forgotten <laughs> because my brain is so full. Well, stay tuned. It was so a surprise topic shall next we week. Talk about sick babies. Let's stay tuned and find out. What we talk about yeah. next Sunday. Check See in. You on Sunday. Thanks. Bye. Bye, guys. You have been listening to the Save Our Sleep podcast, brought to you by the International Baby Whisperer Proprietary Limited. You will find more information about the Save Our Sleep philosophy, products, support, and how to watch the mini clips that accompany this podcast at saveoursleep.com. You may find the Save Our Sleep social media accounts by searching. Tizzy Hall on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel for all my how-to videos and to watch the podcasts. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends. I would like to thank Kylie Zabo for co-hosting, Fundamental Studios Geelong for their amazing recording studio, Nick Dale at Primer Films for this production, And most of all, you, the listeners. Without you, there would be no reason for this podcast. Please enjoy, stay safe, and Kylie and I will look forward to chatting with you again soon.